Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Hey! Oh, oh, oh boy! Hi, Ross. Matt's wearing a black shirt. I'm- Hi, Matthew Best. <laughs> How are you? I'm fantastic, Ross. I got a cup of coffee, some water, and a fucking a good attitude. You know what? I, I have I went, a super I, hot dude next to me that I'm really excited super about. Super hot dudes. Like I, look, I heard is it is it a rollerblader? Is that what I heard, Jared? Is is he, yeah, is he rollerblader? Professional downhill roller skater. Thank you. Oh, oh, a roller it's not skater. A blader, that's right. It's a skater. Have you, you got ever, that, that have brown you ever suede? Done inline skating. You know, I have to admit that back when I was like seven and eight, like you know, cool blade rollerblades, that was that was cool, man. So you've done a flip though on a, on, on skates, done, right? done a flip. Yeah, I was more of a stare kind of guy, you know, because you do that by the schools and you know, pick yeah. up girls. Oh, sweet. damn! You know, yeah. in like the fifth grade. I don't want to say this, but I was locally sponsored as a skater in seventh grade, so I'm kind of a big deal because I could land a 360 flip like it was going out of style. I, you're, you're wow! You know, seven, that's seven, all I had. Wow! I, was my could, no, could you really? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not fucking around. I skated pretty crazy back in junior high school, and then I fucking snapped my foot in three different places, and then I called it yep, quits. We all did that. Yeah, Matt. The, Matt, did you just just for the record, just just to go on the drinking bros record? Shut up. Did you just tell <laughs> yeah. Travis Pastrana that you were sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to assimilate. <laughs> no, yeah, ladies the, and gentlemen, the, the we list. got a special guest yes, today on yes. Drinking Bros. Travis Pastrana is in the house. Yes, hey guys. Yay! <laughs> Dude, yes. just so I can say it publicly, you can't I, see it, but I, I'm giving you a standing ovation. I over am here. happier than the star of a Tijuana donkey show that just got a lunch break. <laughs> you really are. Has anyone seen? I would, now, time out. I know this is going to stop a little bit, but no, has good. anyone actually seen a donkey show? I always, I have. Oh yeah, my friend saw it, or a friend of not, a friend. Like, oh, no one has ever seen one. On I've video, I have. One. I have been to a donkey oh. show. It is not as, as attractive as you think it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It is absolutely <laughs> horrific, by the way. You, you have personally, you're not making this up just for the. You, Pers- personally, no, per, per, personally, went to one. I'll even take this a step further. I'm not going to out who this was, but it was one of those things where my buddy was going through a breakup and he was like, let's go to fucking Tijuana. I had just <laughs> moved to LA, never been to Tijuana before. <laughs> no wonder he's going through a breakup. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, fuck it, let's go. It'll be, it'll be awesome. There's a Carlos and Charlie's and all this other shit. The donkey and show. How do you stumble upon a donkey show? So here's what happened. Like, okay. At Senior Frogs, I asked the bouncer and I said, hey, uh, where, you know where the donkey show, whatever? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can take you. I get in the back of a station wagon, like an old 1988 station wagon that, that they said was a cab. It wasn't a cab. It was, it was like this guy's mom <laughs> driving us. Uh, <laughs> We like go to mom this. Drove you <laughs> to, to, to the donkey to show. An old Mexican woman. An old Mexican to the donkey woman. show. And and I mean they they go uh, they do the whole thing with the donkey. Like the donkey's not into it. it. It only goes in for you know maybe four to five seconds. It's not a lengthy period of time. It's not like oh wow there's he's really getting railed by this donkey for like a good hour and a half. Like that's not going down. It only goes in for a few. few, Was there like foreplay before it just stuck it in, or was it like full penetration? Yeah, is the girl playing with it or what? No, no, no. She she kind of dances around, like because the donkey's not real into it. So like she dances around, like a donkey fluffer, like another (laughs) female donkey. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what it felt like. And she dances around for other people. You can tell that it's this show. They want so it's like a snake charmer for a donkey's dick. Exactly. Exactly. And and, uh, you know the the total insertion of the donkey is not long at all uh and then you know they've got to have the stoppers on there or whatever no but there's another girl distracting the audience because the the only reason i know that it's a stopper because the dude died on that remember they talked about it it's like a horse stopper so only like fucking 12 inches of the dick goes in there i wasn't that close to have a stop if you have a stopper (laughs) you know about the stopper because the dude died that was like the thing like 10 years ago mr hands yeah mr hands that video see you never saw that no he tied himself to a fence post to get banged out by a horse and then he died yeah but his boyfriend was watching Oh, man. His boyfriend yeah. was watching the, hor- the horse's boyfriend or his? No, no, his <laughs> yeah, boyfriend. The horse is like, super his, traumatic. His boyfriend helped now. him, and he just goes. You hear him? He's like, Ugh! and then he just yeah, that was it. Like you know, he just that died. Full day. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he uh, died. This woman, yeah, so this woman, like the donkey show lives. No, this is great. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This, this is drinking, bros, Travis. This is what it is. So uh, the woman at the donkey show lived. Uh, my buddy gets so fucked up at the end of the night. He tries to get cocaine. Uh, gets popped by some under. Uh, Undercover peeps, uh, we got to pay him off three hundred dollars. He crawled across the border at like four a.m. 
Worst city I've ever been to in the entire world. Uh, and the last time I've, uh, my once and only time I've been in Tijuana. That's it. That's it. The uh, more so you welcome. know with Ross Patterson. I like that. The more you the know. The more you know. The more you know. The more yeah, you dude, know. I gotta Look, say, I'm super fucking amped for you to have in this show. I've, I've watched your shit forever, and you guys are fucking great, and, and it's a pleasure to have you in the Black Rifle office. Dude, right back at you guys. It's been, uh, been a lot of entertainment over the last <laughs> year, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Watching you guys. Well, I see all you guys, you and Jared, making all these fun videos and stuff, and I'm like, damn it, I'm always missing out on the fun. Yeah. But here we yeah, are. Well, the first time... I met Jerry. We um, we had a, a hand slap contest. We had a few drinks. Oh and, shit! And I, it's the first time I thought, you know what? Like he doesn't look like that much, but just the whole military thing kind of. I'm so glad I won. I got to <laughs> slap him because I was like, you know, I just broken a few ribs the month before. I'm like, dude, I, I might die. Right yeah, now. he yeah. can. He 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 won a that punching bag game in the in a bar. You know where you hit it. Yeah, Jolene won the punching bag game too, though. Actually, she oh, never okay. mind. She she probably hits harder than I do. Anyway, so. <laughs> I heard she can hit. Yeah, she can. So yeah. a woman and Jared both won the punching bag game. Uh, <laughs> they, they were in the same category. Suspects. I tried to high kick it and slipped on the ground. Not that gonna was lie. a fun night. I was that in was sandals. Night, I was though. drunk. Fuck it. Fuck it. But fuck it. Like a donkey. <laughs> but, 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 but fuck it. Well, uh, Travis, Travis, since you're new to the show, we got a couple sponsors who actually pay for this fucking thing to be on the air, which is shocking. Uh, awesome. Damn, <laughs> damn near shocking. I mean, you we guys spent have the first sponsors. Yeah, I super know. Awesome. I know. Uh, we, it's, well, the first one is one of Matt Best's first sponsors in seventh grade, StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> Fuck um, <laughs> StrikeForceEnergy.com is the tastiest, <laughs> tiniest little tin pouch of energy you could possibly ever have. Uh, kick the can, kids. Y- you don't need the can anymore. You don't need Monster anymore. Throw it out the window. Keister it. Uh, StrikeForceEnergy.com is a, like a, a subscription. It goes inside of every liquid you could possibly imagine. It's better than five-hour energy. It is the energy of the future. Astronauts are using it from Russia, so you know it's good. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS. You get 20% off. They have a prescription or a subscription, either one. I need, I need to be prescribed it, of the Month Club, uh, which we all have, and and they ship anywhere in the entire world. They should world. call it a prescription rather than a subscription service. I like that verbiage a really lot better. Because they're prescribing you a better fucking day, you know? Oh, God damn it. Not You're a right big fucking are. dick, a better fucking day. Oh yeah, no, right they are. When somebody has confused. pitched me a BFD before, I never, I never thought a better fucking day. Defined pitched, yeah. pitched. They threw a dick at him. They, that's, that's what I was. <laughs> yeah, they threw a dick at him. <laughs> it's generally, yeah. you know, an awkward conversation in a corner of a of a, a Russian bathhouse in Seattle with Evan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're Russian Russian yeah. bathhouses are huge in Seattle. It's called Vanya huge Five. There. It's called Vanya Five. You should go there. It's amazing. How you come up with that? A guy will hit you with, <laughs> with branches. What do you mean how I come up? We went. Oh, really? Yeah, me and Evan took me. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Have Vanya you been to five. a bath? Have you been to a bathhouse, Matt? What? <laughs> You've never have? We talked never about have? this when I I went. I've been. I, I have. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this guy hit me with olive leaves on the back. Yeah, ba- bathhouses are real, by the way. There's some in L.A. Everybody goes. Uh, there's like a Turkish yeah. bathhouse in, in L.A. Wait, like are we talking like prostitution bathhouses? No. This oh, is like well, a, no, I've never. Russian bathhouse. <laughs> oh, I've never been to a bathhouse. Then I thought we were okay. talking like how many girls can you sleep with on Clamagra and Viagra? No. Evan was making me go in like an ice bath and then a super hot bath and then an ice bath and a super hot. I mean, bath. that sounds real gay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm not hey, judging you, you, you for it, but it sounds real gay. No, no, because yeah. it's your bath. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know is what isn't gay, bath. though, is our next sponsor, ghostbed.com. Uh, <laughs> ghostbed.com, they make the finest mattresses uh, available. They're used in bathhouses across the United States and Russia, uh, so, so you know they're good. Uh, go, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. First of all, kids, it's the greatest goddamn sleep I've ever had in my life. Uh, secondly, I've never made love to a woman like I have on a ghost bed. Uh, type in the promo code. That's because it was your you wife and you love up. her, and she's better than everybody else that you've ever. She's the only one. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't as dirty as when he did my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. boy. God. <laughs> boy. I, I, we yeah, got a lot of emails, Jared, about that. about the destroy my wife please episode. Um, <laughs> There was a lot of tears. People were grateful. There was also some sadness. Like someone was like, "I would, I would never give my wife up to get destroyed like that. I would never give my wife up." And it was like, "Fucking, why are you emailing me about it? I don't give a shit." Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Uh, is that episode live yet? Yeah, that is live. And and uh, the people were asking about the PTSB beds. Uh, where, where can they where can they donate? Is there a site where they can donate to the PTSD beds uh, for your wife? So. Uh, that episode is live. Good thing she doesn't <laughs> listen to it. Jesus but go to ghostbed.com and get yourself a comfortable night's sleep. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna leave right now and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go listen to that. Yes. Boy, Matt. Next up, we got Ready Man. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, we got fucking Ready Man. It is run by Jeff Kirkham, which is a survivalist and prepper kind of, uh, pretty much an all-around man brand. Uh, they have everything from fitness to survival cards, which are these awesome contraptions that you take out, put in your car, and they can pick locks. You can start fires. I'm pretty sure you could take care of that uh, Russian in that bathhouse, Jared, if you need one. They got Ooh. a card for it. Ooh, yeah. They also do a lot of stuff with Josh Ooh. Tyler, who's a fitness expert and MMA fighter. Um, it's just fucking awesome. So if you want any survival tips and all that goodness, it is readyman.com with 20% off with, ready, with Dream awesome. Bros, obviously. The same fucking time every day. Every single day. Next up, we got a night she cries while he rides a steed. Matt, give me that horse noise. Please give it me. to me. Nay. Oh, boy. Uh, Nay. The first ever romance novel for dudes. The funniest book ever written by the greatest author of this or any generation. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, Ross Patterson. A night she cries while he rides a steed is available on Amazon.com, Audible.com, Walmart.com. All the dot-coms you can name. It's the funniest book ever written. Go get it. Uh, you'll love it. Last but not least, Black Rifle Coffee. Jared Taylor. Give us your best, Evan Hafer. Drink. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I love it. I'm gonna give some love to Article 15 Clothing, which is is our, our apparel company that started all of this. It's Art15Clothing.com. We got a bunch of cool new uh, designs with shirts going on out there, and uh, got a new baseball tee coming out. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, we got a we new got, baseball tee. Shit, I got an article. Look at that. Yeah, you have the it. only yeah. one. That's the only one. Yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> you can't buy that. <laughs> Sorry, the, guys. On the yeah. America bus. Yeah. That is amazing. Which which recently did a it did a parade. It did a parade. Yeah. What kind of parade? Uh, that was uh, well St. Patty's Day. Um, but it, it, you know, I, I don't know. I felt like American flags were great. American flags yeah. are great for any parade exactly. or festival. Exactly. Like if we're celebrating the Irish, you celebrate America. There's a lot of Irish immigrants that made America possible to today. So fucking a. Yes. Exactly. All the way. Fucking right? a. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and look, guys, we, we have arguably uh, the greatest uh, professional motorsports competitor in the history of the world, Travis Pastrana, on the show today. Uh, Shit, Travis, that guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Travis, for being on the show. Uh, you oh, might be the you. most famous person we've ever had on the show. Um, we had Jared's dad on a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Jared's dad. Oh. I think he, yeah. All right, I'll take that. Well, yeah, we've had we've had we've had Jared's Jared's dad. Um, how many X Game medals have you won, Travis? Uh it's a good question. I think I've won uh, twelve X Games gold medals. Uh, Holy damn. shit! That's uh, double dig. Yeah. That's a double Man. dig. Yeah. That, that, that is a double dig. You need a big. You need a big. Like you, need a, you need a big case for all those medals. Yeah, you really do. You really do. Uh, I'll never forget. Two thousand six was, was the double black flip. Am, am I correct? The, the double black flip, yes. The black flip. Uh, <laughs> That's black rifle. The double. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, no, ne I'll never off. forget where I was, Travis, by the way. Where, I, I'll, where were I'll you? Never, I'll never do, forget do we, that. Do we want to know where you were? You, you, you actually do. I, I was, I was mid-session mid lovemaking with my lady, and then I heard you were going to do it. I looked up from the TV, and I was like, there's no way this motherfucker's going to do this. Uh, and then you did. You did. I was, I was come, come in on, Los this, Angeles, this is, this is in a bedroom in Los right Angeles. Come on! Dead serious. Did, you, did you release the second he landed that that front tire? I, I, I did No lie, I like I, I shoved the girl. I was there was somebody I was dating at the time. I shoved her off of me, and I was like, "This this fucking guy really just do this?" And then I watched. I, I it was on TiVo because TiVo was hot in 2006. Um, and then you never I, got a date with her again. <laughs> yeah, ever again. Forever. But that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I knew it was one of those moments in sports where it was just like, "Oh shit, where were you?" Same with. With Tony Hawk, uh, when he did the uh, yeah. the uh, the nine twenty, the nine hundred, uh, um, yeah, I can't count. I never, I've never. You been know what's good funny? I always laugh at that one because Tony didn't even win that X Games. The other guy did, but no one will ever remember uh, who won that gold medal that year. I forget it Probably was Bobby Byrne. Yeah, it could have been Burnquist or Lassick. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's but, the funniest uh, part because dude, the nine hundred. I mean, honestly, the best part about that, and not to jump off subject here, but I thought that was kind of a staple point for action sports and what really separated it from. Um, other sports is that all the competitors were rooting them on. Yeah, they were all like helping yeah. them. Yeah. So the contest ended, and 15 minutes later, he lands the trick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like any other competitor at any other sport, would be like, no, fuck you. 
Yeah, yeah, I won the title. Get the fuck off my yeah, like, ramp. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. they the pipe. Yeah, called. they just uh, they kept going, and I think that's what's cool about you know. Well, that's sports. the same thing with you and the, the 360 too. Like, homeboy, homeboy was secretly planning behind your back to try and get it first, <laughs> and then just happens to go before you. No, nah, no, it was like based the... on qualifying. Top qualifier goes last. I was like, well, that's sneaky. <laughs> I should have qualified worse. <laughs> and then he named it the militia twist. Oh, Took what a, a trick I invented. Named it. Well, nah, that was good. He <laughs> it though. Good, good for you. Yeah, but then you and, did and, too. Y- y- yeah, and those, Travis, those brake levers. Those, yeah, 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 the brake levers were it. bent. You never <laughs> did it in, in, a, in, a, in an X Games again. Is that right? Uh, no, I tried it in 2005, and I knocked myself out. So I don't remember ever doing it in an X Games again. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. That's, it, it was just, it's just too dangerous, right? It's just too dangerous to do to do again. I don't I don't spin well. Like I like flipping flipping makes sense to me. I spinning dirt bikes just I couldn't whip it. I feel like most motocrossers like the whole staple is it's like whipping. how much how far upside down can you use your bike? I'm just I just straight man. Just let me go forward. But oh, but but you were the first one to do it, and that's all anybody remembers, truthfully. Right, where it's right, just yeah. like Boom, yeah. <laughs> boom. So, yeah. uh, and then and then in 2009, you had the famous Rodeo 720, um, in in, in Nitro Circus, right? Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. So basically, I, I figured a 360 was too hard, so I should add a flip to it. And actually, now I've realized that adding two flips is actually it's easier. easier. You just need to go like 100 feet in the air. So I, I, we're actually we, we've been talking about this a little bit earlier. We're, we're thinking about putting that together we got a whole video project I yeah think yes. yeah yeah we have this group we have <laughs> yes. a secret project in the mix ross it's not it's, oh i'm well, looking forward to it really yeah we're not going to tell anyone what it is but, no you know, we but, just told everyone that, that there's yeah, a project there's a so project it's like i like i like to say that the black we rifle call it coffee, the eiffel tower it's like it's like victoria's <laughs> secret no one knows what it is but they know it exists is it yeah. a dick yeah, exactly. or is it it's something else is it chlamydia i hope it it's better than both of those. So. <laughs> That's a bad yeah, contrast there. Yeah. Wait, what? Your options were a dick or chlamydia? Well, Victoria's Secret. Oh. What's Victoria's Secret? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> no one knows that secret. But, no I, want, but I want Ross to punish it deep into a ghost bed. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know I will. You know I will. Um, <laughs> Do you know how many times uh, you've knocked yourself out competing? Ooh, I can't remember. You could not pass a flight physical. No. Uh, surprisingly, every I, I've realized that a lot of doctors don't know much about concussions, and it, it's it's really serious. And yet we know the the bad effects. And you know, Dave Mira, um, yep. you know, had CTE. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 gnarly. But it, at the same time, um, you know, I've seen guys that get knocked out literally weekly, and are still normal, are still good. They're forty, you know, fifty years old, and they haven't had any trouble. And I've seen guys that get knocked out once, and it changed their whole personality. Yeah, I, yeah it, it. it's. It's a weird ahead, thing. I, 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 did you watch that crash documentary, Travis? I have not seen that. No. Oh man, that's boy. Uh, you want to talk about the dangers in uh in in X Games? I mean that dude, that was that was that was insanity. And and they study the brain in that and, and what happens and what the effects are. And if you can ever dude, you know, just... actually come back and uh, it's, oh crash real no no sorry sorry yeah yeah of course yeah yeah crash yeah, yeah. yeah 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 I just met Ty Penny who who freaking took a spill on his head and now is is. Will never be the same. That it was gnarly just to see his yeah. his willpower. They're coming through. I just watched that with um, uh, TJ Lavin, uh, put together a pretty good piece on that, and it was yeah. it was wild, very truthful. Dude, you guys are like crazy too because I look at certain things and <clears throat> you know people are like oh, I could never do the military side of the, that house, but I'm like, you go in maybe getting injuries or getting shot, but you guys like every freaking flip, especially today in motocross, like has severe consequences if you don't land it. We're talking. Yeah, not, like, not like a broken ankle, like my femur, pelvis, and everything's broke. Yeah, but we don't have anyone shooting at us. Yeah, but <laughs> like, no one's trying to kill us but ourselves. I know, but it makes it that, that much more crazier because it's, 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 it's voluntarily completely to go off of a ramp that's 45 feet. No, so it's, 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 it's over, overconfidence okay. how many, and overenthusiasm. How, awesome, how many guys did you see walk away from the sport once flipping became the norm? Oh, huge. Kerry yeah. Hart, when he did the first backflip, it separated from, oh, yeah, these guys are just guys that couldn't make it in motocross to the motocross guys going, yeah, that's, that's nuts. I mean, if you look <laughs> at like, guys like Dustin Miller, Drake McElroy, I mean, going back old school, they were the best in the world, and they couldn't figure out how to flip. I mean, now, you know, there's literally there's like 12-year-old girls coming over the house that are learning to flip in foam pits, but it's still, dude, taking a 250-pound motorcycle over your head, um, you know, at a 70-foot jump, you're 40 foot off the ground, like, it's still a big deal. Yeah, it's crazy. Fuck yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, hey, and, Tra- and Travis, so w- walk me through this. You have this huge, unbelievable, illustrious career. 
as a as a motocross rider, what made you switch to rally cars then? Uh, with age, get a cage. I was uh, <laughs> uh, I was hurt too much. I really was just I, I really believed in my abilities a lot more than uh, <laughs> than I should have my whole life really. But uh, no, I rally cars. I so every time I got hurt. I would go, and usually if you have broken ankle or broken wrist, like you could still drive. So I went go-karting, got big into shifter karting and everything, and then I, I got hurt enough where I, I was driving more than I was riding and uh, started beating some guys that were actually really good and got invited to different places. And when I was 17, I got to drive a world rally car, so like literally had my license for under a year. So and you driving. started driving that early on in your career? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh, wow. $750,000 car. I'm 17 years old. And just oh, shit. I didn't oh, know you started driving at 17. Your first like, debut with Krusty, you were 13. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I, I didn't know. That. I thought that happened later in life. You started. Well, yeah, for sure. But I mean, heck, I kind of half retired, more just crippled myself when I was like 18. So I, I didn't. I, I, I was like 19 when I was pretty much done with motocross yeah, and racing. You were on Leno when you were 18, uh, and you had just done the backflip skydive thing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no shoot jump. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no. You Grand jumped Canyon. Grand into Canyon. the Grand Canyon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You almost fucking killed yourself that's in that right. one. Right. With Nitro Circus? Yeah. That's my wife. She's like, do anything you want. Just be careful on the like, base jump stuff because yeah. I, I have a tendency to push myself like you do. Like, I mean, most of us, most of the people watch, listen to this uh, you know, podcast. But, it, dude, with that, you don't get a lot of chances. We lost to uh, one of my best friends, Eric Rohner. Right. And he did some gnarly shit, dude. All this stuff. And then. You know, he hits a tree on, on a golf course, um, you know, right. parachuting in, but not, it wasn't a big deal jump. So it's, it's just like anything can happen, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, that was, that was for Nitro Circus sometime at your instance where you had um, the, the crazy, the chick that always was with you guys. Hey, Jolene. Jolene, yeah. yeah, she's super cool. And then you both on the motorcycle, you did a backflip into the Grand Canyon, but then didn't you have to rotate a second time because you thought the bike was over you? So we did a couple that day, which it was so much fun. But <laughs> J- Jolene, I was like, dude, this will be awesome. We're going to start the, you know, the, the cover of this video is going to be me, like basically, you know, shirtless jumping in. We're going to have a girl in the back with Daisy Dukes. And, yeah. you know, so Jolene's like, I want to do it. I was like, well, have you ever skydived? She's like, no. I'm like, well, we're doing it next week. She's like, oh, cool. Well, I'll go learn. So she learned how to skydive. What? God. The week before. <laughs> what? No. She got wow. like 25 jumps in and it's against what everyone. She's like, no, I got this. I got this. I was like, all right. You, you totally got this. No, no problem. So we're riding this old beat-up motorcycle, and we hit the, the bottom of the ramp that, uh, that Crum and the guys were building, and it pretty much goes through the ramp. So it bucks all weird, and like instead of front-end up or front-end down, it, it goes the opposite direction. And Jolene gets stuck. Like So I thought she was already off the bike, but she's under it, under me, and she only has a couple skydives, and she's got 10 seconds from the time we took off to the time you impact. Holy so you have eight seconds, which is a long time. But so I jump off <laughs> <laughs> proportionally. So I jump off and I kick the motorcycle over top of her head. So now she's stuck facing the cliff underneath the the, the street bike. And I that was the first time. Is this on life. video? Yeah, we watched yeah. this. Yeah, you can't. No, it's it's all it's, it's shot pretty well. But it's a, the first first time in my life. I was like, if she doesn't pull, I'm just going in because everyone told me like she's not she's she's you need 500 skydives before you do it. I was like, ah, come on. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, you don't right? want to live after that and get shit from everybody. Yeah, it would, I do. I mean, just be your best friend. That's good. Yeah. That, that's just, yeah. I, 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 emotionally, I just just drop yeah. it in. No, yeah, no, no, we're done. I'm right. with you. <laughs> so yeah. she she got free of the bike and pulled, right? She got free of the bike and pulled. Yeah, everything was great. But then you flipped again. I remember watching that because like, oh my God, because they had the sizzle roll. You pulled probably, what, a second before impact probably? Yeah, well, the chute had kind of opened but not fully. And it was one of those things everyone was like, wear a helmet. I was like, dude, I'm base jumping. Like, I'm either going to die or I'm going to, it's a pass or fail situation. So I have shorts on, tennis shoes, backflip 360, jump off, do a front flip. And then I was like, oh, I got time for one more flip. I got like four seconds before I hit the ground. And I thought I saw the motorcycle over my head, but it was just the helicopter that was filming. Oh. So I looked back up and when I looked back down, I was like, I am one second before impact. And it takes about a second for the chute to open. So I tumbled down this cactus uh, like ridden cliff. And I uh, came to the stop right before like a 70 foot, <laughs> next 70 foot drop. Never been so happy to get cactus up my ass as I was when I stopped at that last cactus before the last fall. It was great. God broke my damn. foot and I thought, you know what? I should have worn a helmet. Oh, you broke, you broke your foot? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty. I mean, it's got to still pass. <laughs> and and hey, tra- tra- Travis, was it you who did the speed trick where you jumped with no parachute out of a fucking plane? 
Johnny Utah did it. How hard could it be, man? You're the first one to do it, right? No, <laughs> no well, as the United States Parachute Association told me, they goes, look, there's been a lot of dumbasses that have jumped out of airplanes without parachutes. None of them have been stupid enough to post it on social media. Uh, uh, so yeah. we're going to have to take your license. And uh, basically, it took a while to get it back and some fines and stuff. Oh, shit. They took your parachute license. Yeah. Which most of the stuff that we do is base jumping anyway, which you can't really have a license for. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, they gave it back. They gave it back. They gave it back. They gave it back. How how was that? I still can't believe that though. I still that that one I cannot believe. Where I was just like, ah, he's done a lot of crazy shit. That one was was my topper for me. Where I was like, oh my god, whose whose idea was (laughs) that? Was that the energy drink company that was like, no, let's do this. Red Bull actually, they have almost their wings team. They have almost all the best skydivers. And I came to them with the idea, and they pulled all their skydivers. Said, look, because the top head of Red Bull basically. The skydive guy said, he doesn't have enough experience. Like, we can do this, but this guy, don't let Travis do it. Like, we're going to kill him. So they pulled a lot of the top guys. So I had to go with uh, Scott Plammer, um, MX, like all these guys that basically uh, were ex-military. They were like, well, I don't really, or they were tunnel rats where they didn't need a skydive license. And we got this kid that was like 16 to fly the plane. So he's like, ah, whatever. Like, I don't need a pilot's license. No shit. <laughs> and uh, did it under the radar. So, or not under the radar, but everyone. Anyway, I wouldn't recommend doing that. It, it, was, it was a bad deal, but it worked. The, the fucking video came out awesome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you watching him crash I just right want, now? I know. I just watched the goddamn Jolene the video. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That scared me. Yeah. <laughs> Telling me. <laughs> crazy man I, I mean you you've literally had the craziest life ever because and then you after rally car you go to nascar like fucking nascar man like nascar yeah nascar I, I wasn't very good at turning left but man it was so much fun is it <laughs> is it fun it looks fun it looks fun as okay, shit is it t- is it as fun as they say way more fun no it's it's yeah. because you got these tires they make the cars intentionally so it's like driving the most piece of junk car ever, putting an 850 horsepower motor in, and then taking all the aerodynamics off of it. So when you're going down at 200 miles an hour, the car is, it's like, it has like one pound that's on the tires. So when the car goes by the outside, it wants to spin the car. And as soon as it starts sliding, you can't, at 200 miles an hour, like, dude, I do drifting and rally and all this stuff, and you can slide things, no problem, all-wheel drive. I can practically back a car in a corner, no problem. These things, the second they break loose, there's, there's, You're you can't catch him. Like nothing, just, just nothing. I have no idea how Kyle Busch, like as much crap as everyone gives NASCAR, and like, oh, how hard could it be? They just drive around. Bullshit. Some of the best drivers I ever met. Joey Logano. Well, it's still, Kyle even Busch. like, it's a lot of fucking like no it's, stamina. It's not physically challenging. You don't but think the car is thirty degrees warmer <laughs> than so you lose a, between fifteen and seventeen. Pounds. I get winded driving go karts. Oh yeah, you'd have hard. That's because you're fat and out of shape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, Tony Stewart's fat and out of shape. He comes out, has a Coca Cola and a Twinkie, and he's fine. I sweat so much that I I was just about to pass out. I stood up after every race. Like I was in good shape, but I can't lose 15, 17 pounds of water weight. Like I, yeah. I'd, I'd kill me. That's why they're all kind of you know a little heavy. It works works good. No shit. Oh, I should be a NASCAR driver. Yeah, you could be. Yeah. You, well, you did beat me on the track. You were pretty good. Oh, that was a that was what was that? It was an F uh, F four fifty. Yeah. Uh, it was it's like the, a formula car or some yeah, shit? Yeah, it's the, the Ferrari, like, rum. Oh, yeah. Rum. It's the one at, at Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. They had, like, little tracks you can go out there. Or Buddy from actually Red Bull, who's uh, the Vegas marketing guy, took us out there, and we romped around. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Dude, they're a blast. It, it just goes, goes against anything from, like, defensive driving I've learned in the military and stuff. It's, like, speed and then stomp on the brakes into the turn and speed out of it. Yeah, the like, car outperforms my mind. And it does differently at speed. Like, what's really interesting, road course. I'm like, oh, I'm going to crush these road courses. Well, at, at 180, when you're coming in the corner, yeah. you got all this. You can just slam on the brakes. But then at, like, 30, you've got nothing. Like, right. There's absolutely no downforce. Exactly. So, so like, you have to, it's, uh, and then you flat spot the tires. Every time I thought I was making progress, I flat spotted the tires. <laughs> Felt like cold trickle. Your way, my way. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't keep the tires on the car. <laughs> so what, what happened with the nascar travis you uh you just got frustrated with it and you were like or, or was it too dangerous and you're like i gotta get the fuck out of here no no no. i mean it's not too dangerous. even the walls have padding man it's great um yeah it's, <laughs> it, it's you've got so much it's the, really the most dangerous part about it is that you have so much safety you can't see anything around you so you're yeah that, that hans device of, right that hans yeah, device the hans is pretty, and the seats and everything so yeah. you're taking the word for it. You're going 200 miles an hour around like a Daytona or Talladega, and you could be four wide, and you're like, okay, 
the car below me, I know I have six inches of room that I can have in between each of these cars, and I'm four wide. So I'm assuming the guy to my left is going to be on that line. And a car should be about here. That's why they always, you know, it's like, you can't see anything. Like, well, why'd you come down on the guy? I'm like, I, I didn't know he was there. Spotter didn't tell me. But, oh, uh, so are you getting, you're, I mean, I know they had the live feeds and the helmet stuff. Are they kind of coaching you where your position is in reference to the other the, vehicles and the stuff? The whole way. And even, no so shit. I crashed so many guys my first year. I was I really <laughs> pissed. But I, I didn't mean to. I just come in the outside. So it's like doing a bench press. You know, all you need is like your little three-year-old to like put their pinky on it and you could get at that last little bit. Right. So you're right on the edge and someone comes on the outside of your car. It's got 800 pounds of side force at three degrees of y'all. Not that it matters to anyone that's listening to this, but if someone comes over just outside your car and takes 50 pounds off, 80 pounds, five pounds off, you you don't see them because you have no idea they're there. And all of a sudden you're in the wall going, what the fuck? Uh, So yeah, I was really, I crashed so much just not understanding aerodynamics. Wow. It was cool though. It was fun, man. And the reason to answer your question that I got out, I just, I had my first, uh, my first daughter, um, my wife. She is an athlete. She's multiple-time X Games gold medalist. She loves Nitro Circus to be out there, to be skating. And she didn't, she wasn't, she was happy. I mean, she supported me 100%. But for her to be on the sidelines and then having a kid and everyone's like, oh, you just raced on the weekends. No, dude, Jimmy Johnson is probably the smartest guy I've ever met. Like, he is at that office. I mean, they're there at literally 5.30 in the morning. And they spend, him and Canals are there all day, every day. And when they're not doing that, like guys like Larson, they race, you know, four or five races a week. Oh, shit. Go-karts and late models. And, and I'm like, if I, to be better than these guys that are better than I am, I'm going to have to put in 100%. Right. Which I'd love to do as a single man. And it's something that was awesome, but it definitely takes full commitment. Yeah. Makes sense. Sorry to talk so much. Jimmy no, Johnson. That's why you're here. I'm, I'm not talking because I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Super, super fucking rad. What, yeah, what, Jimmy, what? J- Jimmy, coffee, so. Jimmy Johnson's gangster. <laughs> in NASCAR, he's like the Kobe Bryant. Like, I heard he's gangster about it. Is that true? Dude, always right place, right time. They know if the cl- a cloud comes over, what the car's going to do and what they got to do for adjustments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I'm what I heard, dying, man. Dead serious, man. Those guys, are, those guys are on it. And, you know, Jimmy's not necessarily the... If you put everyone in the same car, like you race the champions, you know, there's like the Loganos and the, the Kyle, Kyle Busch, hey, Kurt Busch, too. These guys are... They can drive, man. It's, it's awesome to watch, but... You get Jimmy and you have a where he can think his way through, man. It's like chess game and he's he's good at it. Man, that's crazy. Uh here's what I find here's what I find most interesting about you, by the way, Travis, is today coming on the show, uh, some some friends of mine were like, Oh, who's on the show today? It was like Travis Pastrana, and they were like, Oh, from Nitro Circus. They only know you from the MTV show, which is massively successful and popular in the movies. They don't even know about your sports career to that point. Was that crazy to you, blowing up on MTV like that? You know, the funniest thing now is a lot of kids come up, oh, I know you, you were on uh, a Rob Dyrdek show. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wait, isn't that like uh, they said the two most, the th- or the three most popular reality shows were the Osbournes, the fucking, what are those girls that everybody Kim likes? Kardashian. Yeah, the Kardashians and the Nitro Circus. No, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I don't, I don't know all the stats Somebody, it, somebody told me that, a producer of some sort. It was probably someone from Nitro. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we're right. We're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we make up our own stats. It's great. Fuck it. <laughs> That's like well, how, how, did, how did you though, start, Ross? Yeah, how, how did you start it, and how did you pitch it to MTV? Did you have, did you have video shot? Uh, how was that whole pitch process? Um, honestly, it was just a bunch of us trying to figure out how to travel the world with our best friends doing Wait, what we love you told to do. me this story did you? you said knoxville came in with you guys so evo knievel died <laughs> yeah and mtv and went to knoxville and said we want to do a 24-hour tribute to evo knievel because knoxville was good friends with uh, matt huffman um all loved evo knievel obviously every boy guy right. loves evo knievel um and so knoxville gave me a call out of the blue and i was like holy shit it's johnny knoxville and he's like, hey, uh, can you pitch me a couple ideas? Like, we, we got 24 hours to kill an MTV. And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I sent him that afternoon, like, 150 ideas. And he gave me a car back. He's like, can you do any of this? I'm like, fuck if I know, but we'll try them all. <laughs> he said, all right. <laughs> and a later, man, we, we were pitching to MTV. <laughs> no way. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty cool thing what you guys did. Because that's, I think, with the authenticity of Nitro Circus, you guys are just best friends doing what you love. And I think that that's why... All of us love everybody that show had a so spot. Much. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking no, it, red. Dude, it was and everyone's like, Oh, how do I get on the show? I'm like, dude, careful what you ask for. Like around yeah. my house, yeah. like, dude, people same as you guys, man. You work hard. Like there's there's a lot of everyone at the house, they all weld. Um, they all run all all the heavy equipment, um, all their own stuff. Like 
anything that needs to be done. Because at one point you designed a supercross track. Yeah, that was a horrible idea. I did my math was so far off. <laughs> I just, I, it looked good on paper. Uh, numbers, not really my thing. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then, no, like, like even Tommy told us his story about how he had showed up that day because you guys were offering uh, a a thousand dollar reward if you did something good enough to make it on. That is exactly how we found Street Bike Tommy, and then we kept him because he didn't sue us after he broke himself. Oh, was that so? That that was the first time he met Street Bike Tommy is when he came in and did the jump over the foam pit. My friend Jim was at a party the night before we were having a film contest at the house for content, and uh, so we had a thousand dollars for best, um, you know, best stunt, best crash, whatever. And uh, Tommy's like, I'm more awesome than you guys. I'm the awesomest. I was like, come on over, man. And sure enough, he won the thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah, if you guys didn't ever watch that Nitro Circus, so Street Bike Tommy goes to jump their foam pit in his uh, like GSXR one thousand. So his first gear, he never did jump in his life, and he hits it. He barely goes in. Everyone's like, come on, sissy, you can go twice as fast. So he pins it. That thing does zero to a hundred in like a half a second. He he didn't hit it at a hundred, but he flew a fat man just flying through the air. Yeah. Almost looks like he's he's just on strings. He flies so high, so fast, and he missed the bone pit. And missed he completely. broke like every fucking bone in his body. I think. Dude, and he's just. And the funny part was, so nitros. It's mostly family. It's all about. Yeah. It's sports. It's dude. Be a badass at what you do. Don't go if you destroy anything. Destroy your own stuff. Well, right. Tommy didn't really get the memo, so he goes and he gets in a high speed car chase with the cops that morning. He crashes a car. It's just like grandma's car. She didn't see it. And they film that. And then he puts a helmet camera on. He goes by a cop. It flips him off. It gets the cop to chase him. It outruns the cop. And then when he's getting medevaced out, the same cop comes by the house and oh, was like, ah, I know. So Tommy got in all kinds of trouble. He's and like, that was, karma's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but that was, it's funny because <laughs> Tommy's, he's the oddball. Like the rest of us are athletes and Tommy just. He's just like, I just don't want to hang sheetrock. And guys, anything that we could do where I don't have to go back to work for my dad hanging sheetrock. Oh, uh, shit. And he's still hanging sheetrock, by the way. <laughs> well, he's cooking barbecue now. He came by with the truck. And yeah, he made us all, made everybody in the office lunch. Dude, like, yeah. No, he's yeah. Been crushing, it's great. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. I, I think you. I think you guys get along so well because Article 15 is essentially the Nitro Circus for the military. Like that's you, you, <laughs> without the fucking air and the motorcycles. yeah, with a little less broken bones. Like I'll, I'll hang on a fucking helicopter on the skids with no no safety, 100 feet in the air. But I don't need it to be jumping off of it. You see, I I don't agree with that because like I was we did something with the Navy. It was really cool, and we went out there kind of to buds. Like they were like kind of took us through, and I'm telling the story, and then this guy's like, yeah. So we went into a building. I was like, pop pop pop, and I'm like, wait. Hold up. He's like, yeah, you know, like, I had to shoot people. I'm like, all right, so I, I should have shut up a long time ago. You guys are way, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> way more. It's all environmental, like, man. You guys are studs. Is there is there a, is there a sport out there, Travis, that you haven't tried that you want to try yet? grind. Yeah. Do we have visual here? Is there any, is there a no. Like, See, Jerry, a Jerry consistently thinks that it's an it's an. I have to remind him it's an audio show. <laughs> what was that, Ross? Are you asking uh, Travis? Travis, is, is there a sport, sport out tried? there that you haven't tried yet that you want to try? Because it seems like soccer. you're you're, you're going to do anything soccer ball. here. I was five. I tried soccer when I was five. I wasn't, <sighs> wasn't very good. I, went, I couldn't throw a catcher. Have you backflipped a snowmobile because that guy was talking shit. Uh, yeah, actually, I tried on it. My fool, he was talking shit because Frisbee, the first time I was ever on a snowmobile, he doesn't even let me ride it. He sets up the ramp. He's like, hit it. Yeah, just hold it wide open right here. So I couldn't, I didn't make the jump. So I crashed and I was like, well, shit, if I'm going to crash anyway, I might as well flip. So then I flipped and I was wearing these, it was like negative 30 out here. It's so cold. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't feel my fingers, couldn't feel my feet. I, I don't know. My hands blew off and I'm upside down under like a 500 pound snowmobile. I'm like, this, this sucks. Why would it's like motorcycles, <laughs> snowmobiles where it's warm. You guys, are, you guys are stupid coming out here in the cold. <laughs> At least be warm when you break your bones, you know? No, Fuck that cold. You're, you're more scared when you're cold. Yeah. It hurts more when you're cold. Yeah. Why yeah. would you ever want that? That's like the two worst things of what we do. Why did X Games just start fucking freestyle moto in the winter? You know how many times I've horrible. been to winter X Games even to watch? Zero. <laughs> They're like, hey, you're sport. all my sponsors, you got to go there. I'm like... Dude, riding dirt bikes on ice? Come on. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So your it's dad was much. a Marine. It's too much. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, we almost broke him off down. And he, my dad's a he's a he's a tough bastard. And uh, you know, kind of he, he half the stuff that I do is always if you say you're gonna do it, do it. That's like all, it's the only thing. Respect. And if you say you're gonna do something, do it. Like literally, I said I wanted to jump a bridge. It was like 30 feet when I was like three or four years old. And he, I got up to the top. I was like, I don't want to jump. Kicked off the top, belly flop. He's like, Yep. Yeah, don't say you're gonna do it if you don't do it. <laughs> so we're, we're in a boat. My dad's like 60. 62, 63 at the time, and the boat's doing 80 down in Panama. And dad goes, ah, back in my day, we used to jump out. And they're like, oh, you can't jump out. He's like, ah, oh, shit, I said it. So he jumps out, breaks his pelvis, oh. swims back to the boat. You know, boat comes, picks him up, and uh, just he's, he's just old. <laughs> his legs just went one each direction. So he did the splits, basically. Wow. Climbs back, and he's, he climbs in, sits there. And I've never seen him, like, look like that i'm like you okay like kind of joking he's like nope about 10 minutes later, he didn't say nothing 10 minutes later he just passes out internal bleeding almost bled out he was in intensive care oh, three weeks. dude i was gonna say pelvis like people don't know pelvis injuries and breaks are the worst because it's so vascular there like internal bleeding is like the number one that's why like the ems and all that do those uh the space pants that uh, contract Space. all your blood vessels. Space. Well, where were you when we needed you? <laughs> like, shit, man, I don't know. <laughs> my dad was, he was, and that's the thing. So he just got back surgery and he goes in for back surgery. He wakes up, pulls his IV, walks back and gets a taxi on his way back home, does, goes straight back to work. They're like, you can't get out of bed for a week. And then he's wondering like a month later why his back hurt still hurts. I'm like, damn what? doctors don't know. Like, well, same guy. You and your dad are tell the same so guy. Bitch. You yeah. tell that so bitch. <laughs> uh, when he was in, uh, so he was in the Marines, and I, I, the fact that his gunny, so he was um, basically building roads and, and everything, and uh, his gunny got shot in Vietnam, and I, I wish that guy would have cried. I so many. I was like 11 years old. I blew up my knee. Had. Uh, Basically, broken tib fib, torn ACL, PCL, LCL, bucket helmet meniscus, dislocated kneecap, bruised uh, uh, femur. Like, I was, thought I was dying. Like, I was like, this is horrible. And I'm just sitting there screaming bloody murder. That walked over to me. He was like, man, I, I knew a guy that got shot didn't cry that much. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's Marine I'll always Marine. Yes, my father's Marine too. So I feel had, you on that. You guys have had strong military, you know, support and ties, and you guys always do cool shit for military guys. No, yeah. it's, it's it's been awesome, honestly, and just um, being close to Washington. You know, so many guys that they, you know get out of the hospital there, um, or they even come through and, and just talking and anything. They they always come by the house, and it's cool. So we got a lot of four wheelers and all kinds of stuff. And dude, I tell you, the most badass guys on the face of the earth are military. They they just have such there were actually a lot of so my friends that you know if they didn't make it a motocross or like almost all of my family was military almost all my mechanics on the rally team um they were all um you know helicopter mechanics uh, different you know military so it's it's funny that that seems to be the common denominator of kind of the personality like we're either in racing um you know or or the military it's just yeah it's just pretty rad what Absolutely. do your parents think of what do what do your parents think of of everything you've done in your career are are they like beyond proud of you or, or is your dad <laughs> I believe just the first like, thing oh, was probably how the fuck is he still alive? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, my dad. I, I, so I built a, a skate park when I was thirty years old. You know, for like kids' toys. My dad comes <laughs> over and his, his construction company, like just you know, family run is. They're all building. They're yelling and screaming because they do concrete, and we're trying to make them do quarter pipes and stuff of concrete. He's like, "This is stupid. Charging you double. This is horrible." <laughs> he's like, "You're 30 years old, still making a living on kids' toys. When are you gonna grow up?" I mean, he's super proud with this. <laughs> like, what the? How is this working? <laughs> but he's got to think it's cool. Like, like seeing you on NASCAR, he's got to be like, "All right, he wins. Like, he wins this you know, one, right?" <laughs> you know, the best part about my family is because my uncle was quarterback for Denver Broncos for two years, and um. You know, has like what? A, really? He has a lot Wait, of, what? Yeah. What? What's, what? What's his name? You know, Alan Pastrana. It's right when they went from uh, the the first year they had like the the AFC uh, NFC. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Late sixties, so, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty nine, seventy. So yep. he uh, actually they had a rule change because of him. So he got knocked out on the five yard line. They had a chance of making the playoffs. And at the time, the quarterback was the only one that was allowed to call timeout. So his team was trying to pick up his hands and do the timeout. Time like he's unconscious <laughs> on the ground. Uh, so that's actually, so I was the run of my family. I mean, my, my granddad, Golden Glove boxer, and, um, you know, all, all through, I mean, they were all uh, wrestlers, all American, everything. I, I was a runt, man. I, you know, I'm 6'2", but like, 
I, I wasn't built like them. I couldn't run as fast as them. And that's why I did. It was less painful for me to be like, all right, the only way I'm going to fit in is if I have a motor. And even if I crash this, it hurts less than getting beat up. I mean, when we did like, you know, basically the football games for Thanksgiving, they always, like, I'd be like 10 and they pair me with like a six-year-old girl. I'm like, dude, this is embarrassing. This, this sucks. <laughs> so I, that's why I always started jumping off, you know, bridges and flipping off stuff. And I could just, I had to do something that wasn't a physical thing. Like if it had speed, it had to be a motor. So that's, Got it. hence, motorcycles. Like skill sets. You were, you were born into this. You, you were definitely born into this, Travis. Like 100%. Yeah. All of they, these well, the, stories, the, like they add up to you. <laughs> To who you are right now. <laughs> well, the best part, my dad, so with my uncle being, you know, and my uncle came back and ended up working construction for the, with the family. And, you know, they, it's just, just family. Like they never went far enough out of town that they couldn't come back for lunch at grandma's house. Like real tight knit group. Yeah. Uh, not the smartest family, but always there for their kids and, and really, really good, good, solid foundation there. My dad goes, look, he was the best athlete that's ever come out of Maryland and he didn't make enough money to retire. So one day you can be working construction. Any day you can wake up with a smile on your face doing what you love to do. He goes, do it and never do something because it's for the money. Cause it's not, no, no matter how good you get, it's not going to be worth the injuries and putting your life on the line and doing all that stuff. But if you love it, then don't come back and where he goes, I wake up every day. He goes, don't get me wrong. I'm happy to have a job. I, I like work, but dude, I, I just wish I could do what I wanted to do, you know, and, and go play. Yeah. So go play. Fuck. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and what, hey, what, what's next for Travis Pastrana? Where, where, where do you go now? Like, what's, uh, you, you're always, we always see you doing crazy shit online and on social media. Uh, what, what's your next big thing? Honestly, Nitro Circus, man. It's been, it's been awesome. My job is safety now, which is really scary. Uh, <laughs> but working with airbags <laughs> and different stuff and trying to keep the guys so I'm like, all right, I was able to make a living traveling around the world with my best friends. Now Nitro Circus, we can do that for, you know, we've got now three tours kind of going. Um, you know, where we can really take kids and because action sports right now, it's so hard to get to the top, but you know, every local town that we go into, we can bring a couple of the local skaters and the local and give them an opportunity. So we got the nitro world games, which is out in Salt Lake city. Um, and this it's, June, this June. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. So it's, it's basically the world championships of big air and we caught a lot of flack because you know what the landings have, um, basically air bags underneath of the landings. Don't get me wrong. You can still get broken. You can still get messed up. Um, it's still, you know, but now they're, they can go so much higher. They can do so much more stuff. So we're allowing the riders to build their own ramps. Um, you know, we're trying to get them to go as, as high and as big as possible, and we're doing it as safe as possible. And we're open and qualifying. So where X Games is only invite only, anyone in the world can come out. And That's we have fucking sweet. two months where we have all of the training facilities with all the best in the world that are out in, in Paris, California. And it's open to anybody. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if you can't make it down the ramp, we're not going to let you go down the ramp. But like, if you <laughs> right, have a chance right. to, you know, if, if you're a decent rider. You never know what you're going to find, though. Dude, last year, a guy learned a front flip on a dirt bike in practice. No way. And landed it. He broke his, he broke first time, broke his thumb, got up after time and landed the front flip. And he could have done a trick that was worth as much as that. But he's like, dude, I just wanted to send it. And like, the, so now we're like, all right, you're coming on tour. Because some of the guys aren't great competition guys. They don't give two shits what's going to score the highest. They want to do something. He learned a double backflip because we had an airbag out. He's like, all right, I'll just send it. Just wide open in third gear, right? 50 miles an hour, perfect. I'm like, yeah, we, we, need, we need you. <laughs> You're coming on tour. Send yeah. it. I'm just going to send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. <laughs> well, that was, like, that was like TJ Lavin's history. You know, he, was, he couldn't get into any competition until... What was it? The world, the, the dirt, dirt games or something like that was just like, all right, we'll let you, we'll let you compete. And he walked in and mopped the floor with every pro. That's been <laughs> absolutely. And TJ's backyard, man. If you can make it through there, I mean, I saw you try it on the dirt bike. You had some good coaching there. <laughs> I, I had ex, I had experts behind me. Yes. I had a whole team. <laughs> Kit Cope and TJ. They were they were rooting for me. <laughs> Shoulder slides. <laughs> <laughs> did you even, did you ride the bike? No, no, <laughs> no. We're pretending. trying to start. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we couldn't get it started that day. <laughs> no, no. And, and hey, and Travis. Lastly, I want to say uh, I think you're the one who who coerced Jared into, into buying a Ford Focus and putting eighty grand in it. Uh, no, I was trying to get him to car. buy a Subaru, man. But I, at the, at the end of the day, <laughs> I said get a Subaru STI, right? all wheel drive. But at the end of the day, I got into today. I'm I'm a Subaru guy. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. But at the end of the day. He let me drive his car today. 
I mean, actually, he didn't really let me, but I got in, and um, it's one of those those keys that he had the keys on him, so it just automatically, it was great. Anyway, it's got a handbrake, and it just feels so good. So I probably owe you a set of tires, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Did you guys have all. some fun? I oh, yeah, it. we did. We did. Uh, Damn, we did. I missed out. In the, in the black we... rifle car, you did? Yeah. You let no, him, you let him no, open that, it up? No, no that, I, didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> no, not the other car, not that car. No, if anyone saw us, it was not us. It was, <laughs> it, it, you the can't giant black us. rifle on the side no, of the door. No, that's no, that another one I saw going right down one. the road. Was <laughs> well, I'll eventually like, hey, get a Subaru too. Like, like we'll get a, we'll, we'll get them all eventually. That way, then then you can teach me the ways of the Subaru. Right, and then Ken Ken Block can come out, and you guys can yeah, you know, we can have a, a dock and everything. How about this? I'll no learn docking, the Subaru no and be you on your team. Oh, I'll learn the Subaru and be on Travis' so team, I'm and team you're Ken, your team, I'm team Ken, Ken Block. Block with that your needs focus. to be a video. Oh yes, co-pilots yeah. and everything. Like, no, no, you, not guys, co- you guys are like, driving. Yeah, yeah. You're the co. You're oh the, no, that's a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad I won't kill you. You're gonna be fucking dirt. Well, we're, uh, uh, Ross, we're gonna give Travis the uh, drinking bro of the week. Yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Travis. Also, uh, we do this thing called Drinking Bro of the Week at the end of every show. S- somebody that means something uh, important to the yeah, community. I've, I've or never somebody. seen you guys. Sh- I've never heard you guys show before. I have no idea what this means. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so thank basi- you for explaining that, though. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. B- basically, it's somebody important in the community. Somebody important in the world. Uh, how about your dad, Travis? You want you want to give your your dad Drinking Bro of the Week? Why don't you tell Dude. us a little bit about him? What, what was his name? <laughs> my, my my dad is uh, Robert Pastrana. Uh, he was yeah. military. He uh, he went from his. Um, I feel kind of bad for him in the sense that so his my granddad his father was Golden Glove boxer, um, just badass. Uh, so he went from Charlie's son to uh, then his brother became quarterback for the Denver Broncos. So to Alan's brother and then to Travis's dad. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the the man that honestly has the biggest heart of anyone that I've ever seen, although he's a complete asshole at the same time. He loves seeing kids cry, um, but he wants, he likes, <laughs> he likes people to step up. Like just, he just have a couple fundamentals. Like just, if you say you're going to do something, do it. So if a kid says, watch me, he's like, it better be something better. Like you don't say, watch me one more time unless you do something awesome. Like it just kind of instills that <laughs> once a Marine, always a Marine kind of thing. But he instilled in me that, you know what? Family first. Do what you love to do. Chase your dreams. Chase your heart. Follow your passion. Doesn't matter. The money will follow or it won't. But if you're doing it with the people that you love, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. And that's uh, something that I've taken from my dad. And that's why I think he's an awesome drinking bro of the week. Because uh, yes, I, I yes, cheers to Robert yeah. Pastrana. Cheers, cheers to like Robert Pastrana. Hey, uh, cheers to you, Travis. We really appreciate you you coming on the show. Uh, you're one of our heroes. We love you, and it's, this is incredible to have you. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> hey, well, yeah. thank you guys so much. It's an honor to be on the show, and uh, definitely look forward to seeing you guys here shortly. The yeah, I'm excited for future. some future stuff. Yeah. It'll, it'll yeah, be fun the future time. looks going good to be right good. <laughs> it does. Scary. It does. Uh, one of the best shows we've had in Drinking Bros history. Mr. Matt Best, Jared Taylor, Ross Patterson, and our special guest, Travis Pastrana. We are out of here. Wow, that was an awesome show. Good night, everyone. Toodles!